What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to Cruiser Radio, episode 25. I'm your host, Wesley Hill. Join my co-host, Mr. Hunter Harris, founder Chad Rice on the microphone this week. And we got one of the interns, Mr. Chandler Fryer, is in the house. We're going to be talking all about spring turkey this episode. And on top of that, the season starts the 15th, which here is tomorrow. We're super excited about that, as well as we're going to be talking about shooting some small games, specifically spring squirrel, and we're going to go in some detail about dealing with venomous snakes during spring turkey. This will be a great episode, guys. Let's get into it. Where'd you All get right. that mount? Uh, it used a- to be family member killed it. They just not want the mount anymore? They're I just guess. not in the family anymore. He's just <laughs> not in the family anymore, and Dad was like, yeah. I'm not going to hang it because it ain't Screw mine. that pecker head. Yeah, bring it here, dude. <laughs> Let's get her hung. That's funny. Well, what's up, guys? Hey, man. What are you guys oh, into? How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. Dude, my sinuses are all jacked up. Yeah, I know this pollen's starting to kill me, bro. I'm probably going to sound like a... I'm going to go grab a couple easily. bottles of water. Oh, yeah, go right ahead. Yeah, man. Grab get a, me one, get a bottle of allergy pills while you're Hey, won't it. you bring that whole thing over here? We'll put it in the fridge. Thank you. Okay, cool. Yeah, I sprayed my truck off this morning because I waxed it the other day, and I was like, man, it's so clean. Now it's covered. Covered in pollen. I was like, yeah, I'm going to spray this off real quick. <laughs> yeah, I have really bad allergies, too, so that doesn't help the fact that. I don't, man, but here's the thing. It's like I was talking to my buddy Kyle, who works at the coffee shop I frequent, and uh, he was talking. We were talking about allergies, and he was like, man, I've heard a bunch of people say that like they've never had allergies in their life. And they're getting them this year. And they're getting them this year and last year because of COVID. Ooh. That's so, interesting. Because they've had COVID. Hmm. That is interesting. Pretty interesting. Because I take allergy medicine every single day. And I have to. Also, I've been grinding on metal the last two days, so that probably yeah. didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Built some cool desks, though. Yeah, we built some cool desks. And that wall Thank gonna, you, sir. The wall is going to be super sweet that I build. Gracias. Yeah, no, it's exciting. Wash this pollen down my throat. Hunter, what about you? Do you have a pollen issue? Uh, it kind of flares up every now and again, but I get. I, I, fig- I mowed the yard. Uh, I guess as a second time last week, and I figured it would hit me in one of them two times because usually the first mowing gets me pretty good. Gets you but good. I've been all right. Oh yeah. 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 No pollen kicks my. That's the only way I know how to put it. It does not feel good. Like last night, bro, I was trying to go to bed, and my eyes were just burning. <laughs> it's the Dude, worst you feeling. Can, yesterday when you handed me that Claritin, then I turned around, your, oh, your eyes, eyes were like <laughs> yeah, your eyes were really red, red and tears were rolling <laughs> yeah. down your cheeks. It was hilarious. Yeah, it kills me, dude. Like, I, like it's those Claritin says you're only supposed to take one a day. I most definitely took three yesterday. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Maybe that's why your eyes were red. I don't know, but dude, I felt a lot better when I woke up this morning, but gosh. Well, know you know what is. pollen means, right? What? It means it's spring. It is spring. And mushrooms are popping up, turkeys mm-hmm. are gobbling, one fish more, are biting. Yeah. One more sleep. One more sleep in and the it's morning, season in boys. Tennessee. Boys. I don't know if, I, don't know okay. if I'm going to be able to sleep. Okay. Yeah, I know. I won't sleep. <laughs> I'm going to be. Probably going to be up at like two anyways. Oh, yeah, it, for sure. Daylights or shooting times at like five. 40. You need to be sitting down by yeah. 5.30. Oh, at least. Well, uh, if yeah. you ain't got uh, if the you latest. So if what's, you know what's everybody's plans for, for tomorrow and for the rest of the week? Uh, mine's kind of up in the air right now, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Um, 
I've got some private property that's pretty close to some public. Uh, not super close, but There's I mean, good, it's it's a good 15, 20 minute drive to some public. And so the public you're talking about, I've got birds yeah, that I found yeah, this morning. So, but they don't we know, might, man. We might do so a it's, a, it's a turkey hunting party in the morning. Just yeah, but here's bounce the thing. Around. The, yeah. the, the thing that public you're talking about, it's on the river. And what'd you say? You. Uh, roosted how many birds? Actually, didn't roost them. We got them this morning. This they didn't make any noise last night, but I went back to the boat ramp. Yeah, and I think I heard somewhere around six to eight different birds. There go, son. We're supposed sounded, to get some rain today, so they should be ready I, I to rock and roll. I don't know if it's going to in the, the morning. The rain's kind of oh, it's gonna be. dissipated. I don't know. Man, we might need to get the yaks and oh, I, we, well, we go, definitely go need over, haul, go over haul to the, the public yaks. That's the only way we're going to get in there. Keep dropping the water so much. Well, well, like where it's dry, you could wear your tennis shoes. Like people have been driving out there. It's that hard packed. That's good. You just have to cross the creek. So I don't know how deep it is. There may be a shallow spot that you could get away with. I boots. promise you we can get back right, there. Where, where we're talking about? Dude, you will sink up to your waist in mud. Mm-mm. There's tire tracks. For real. Out there? on Yeah. I, I know where you he's talking. About. I'll bleep it. You know, I mean, you'll have Across. to like straight out from the ramp. Dude, we just had to row right that. But right. if you go down, it's I, hard. Yeah, back. I know where you're talking about. Yeah, we can row right past that little whale house right there. And whale house? Yeah, up in the farmost head. Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah. It, you kind of got to come up. Yeah, but you're, where you're talking about, though, that's a long walk to get to it where is, the birds it are. It is. If I couldn't get the boat across, that's what I was planning on. Yeah, doing. but I got kayaks and a kayak. Canoe, so. would be, <laughs> that's be what I'm saying. Yeah, let's go load them up, up, and then we'll. I don't know. We'll we'll get them gobbling on the roost, and two of us will go that way, and two of us go this way. See, that so way we can take two cameras, and I mean, if we quadded. the way it's, I could, I could, nuts, I could probably go in the morning. The way it sounded, I'll be coming from Lebanon though. They're Guess what, guys? We have our first ever sponsored segment of the podcast. And not only that, but this episode is sponsored by us, Cruiser. We're super excited because we're doing a sale right now. It goes on from April 12th to April 19th. Everything on the store is 10% off. And if you're military, first responder, or if you're medical personnel, you get an extra 10% off. Head over to cruiser.shop. Get on the website and at checkout, use code SAVE10. Not only that, but if you don't want to type it in, you can go into the description below and get to the Cruiser's website that way. Again, use code SAVE10 at checkout to get 10% off. And like I said, if you're military, first responder, or medical personnel, you get an extra 10% off. The farthest point away on the public, on the top, the ridge, and then they pitch down, and then they go the opposite way from the river. So we would have to be already up there waiting on them to pitch down, and because they go. Yeah, that's that not private. a problem. I mean, it take. I'm just saying, thirty we can't minutes to walk back there. Locate them, you know, from the river. Well, we you gotta, already know where they're roosting, so we just go in there and sit down. If and they're then, in the same spot, yeah. If we if we start out there in the morning, we could go somewhere else and then come back later in the day and try to shot gobble something. And oh, then, they'll they'll gobble tomorrow about all day. I think. Oh, it's gonna be hot. I know that's <sighs> good. But in the morning, it's going to be like... Well, I tell you what. I guess what we could do is two of us go to my private, two of you go to the public. Only bad thing is you don't have service down there, so... Not a bit. Unless you go to the top of the hill. At the very top of the ridge, you get service. You get really good service. 
when I walked up there and uh, well, actually, no, Evan walked one uh, during deer season. I stayed down in the bottom. Check on me, boys. Already, it's officially spring. You first tick. No, that's his second. Second. How in the world? Here, bro. You got a lighter. Kill him. That is a tick for sure. Right in half. Ooh, nice heard crunch. <laughs> like, I don't even know where that dude would have came from. Do you just feel him crawling? Yeah. That's, I hate that. And then now you're going to feel like you've got them all over you. Yeah. Well, there's a good chance we yeah. could have them all over us tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. No, you better spray. I'm you better spray. Your dude, I got better like spray your clothes six with permethrin. Cans of spray. Yeah. That permethrin's getting soaked when I get home. I'm going to hang my clothes up and just spray it down. What the heck, dude? There's a, there's a okay. company. It's called Grandpa's something. It's it don't have deed or anything. It's like all natural uh, oils or whatever. You can spray it on your skin, like peppermint oil. Uh, yeah, it does have peppermint, like lemongrass or whatever. It it's don't work. Grandpa's or something. Evan was Try. like, "Dude, this peppermint oil is the best thing ever." And then we went hunting, and he had like, "Chad's <laughs> freaking out, bro." <laughs> I don't remember how many ticks he pulled off of me. We were like, okay, "Of course, you wouldn't do work. this hunting." But I've always heard from. Because a lot of my family members run heavy equipment and stuff. Yeah. Always got diesel and all crap all over their boots. Like, dude, they don't ever get no nope. ticks no. on them. I've had good luck with permethrin, but. Oh, yeah, dude. I've never had a tick on me when I'm wearing. I just got to buy that at Walmart. Yeah. yeah I get that green it. off, you know, the it's got quite yeah, a bit yeah. of deed in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, that works too. Works really great that works me. great for mosquitoes because. I mean, those two go hand in oh hand. Oh, my gosh. Pomethrin doesn't yeah, really touch I, mosquitoes. I, dude, I never pack a thermocell turkey hunt. No, just deal I, with it. I mean, I'm I have not one, still. most of the time I'm either out of gas or out of cartridges. So, yeah. I go to Walmart and buy that pack. It comes with like, like yeah. 48 hours worth of... 5,000 yeah. things of gas and the <laughs> wafers. My skin's crawling. There's a lot of uh, mosquitoes <laughs> on the lake. Yeah. Oh, it's gosh, bad. I know. There was a lot of mosquitoes when I went and picked cameras up. That's where I got that tick from. But I don't. That was two days ago when I went in the woods. Nice. Still he, crawling why around. Why is he still crawling on me? I don't know. That's weird. Anyway. No, that's wild. Dude, speaking of ticks, something else that I'm not looking forward to is uh, venomous snakes. <laughs> we were talking about this in the car a little bit last night. And I wanted to bring it back up. I hate snakes. But. I, I really have no protocol if that happened, to be honest with you. I, I'll be honest. I have, knock on wood, I've never ran into a venomous snake but in the while woods? turkey hunting. But copperheads I mean, I have around in the woods, here but not, like, not wild turkey, turkey hunting. hunting. Yeah. Because that's the thing that gets me, dude. Spiders, I, I don't mind. See, I'm but snake, yeah, this is what we're I talking hate about. Spiders, bro, dude. Spiders too. don't freak me out. It's snakes that freak me out. I don't even like to touch a dead one. I hate them. Snake. <sighs> no. If I, I see one. See, I'm, I grew up around, like, I had a buddy, wait, like, when I was younger. He had a If pie, I can see him and know where they're at, I'm not. Yeah. Snakes don't bother me at all. See, but that's the thing. I had a friend that had a python, and he's like, <laughs> hey, oh, bro. It, we, he was holding it, and he's like, hey, I'm going to go piss on the fence. So he's like, hold my snake, which was a little weird to me. So this I held it. sounding real... Uh, yeah, that Sus. sounds really bad. <laughs> but uh sounds like you drink Bud Light. Too <laughs> soon? <laughs> no, it's never too soon. The uh but yeah, I, I held his python and after that I've just had a really bad Hey, I'm gonna go uh, take a leak. We hold my snake. <laughs> yeah, that what? does sound pretty pretty <laughs> sus now that I think about it. But uh, 
But yeah, no, I just I'm not a fan of snakes. Like in in the situation that you go up and you see a, a copperhead or or a rattlesnake or something, like what do you? My first instinct instinct is to kill it. No, I mean I don't. If I'm out in the woods, it, it I usually just kind of go around. It depends on what it is. Them. I mean, it's it's illegal to kill rattlesnakes in Tennessee. Is it really? It is. I did not know that. Pretty sure. And if I it is, it I'm definitely probably going to break that law. Because I, I mean, like here it. here here's the thing, dude. Be aware of your surroundings at all times, right? Yeah. I mean, I've got to have it. Like I, I, you know, during springtime, like turkey season. Uh, mushrooms are starting to pop up, so I'm looking, always looking on the ground for morels, anyway. So, so you're already, yeah, yeah, I'm already, already on like the scanning the ground. Period. So, anytime I've ever come up on a snake, I've seen it well before I'm like gonna step on it or anything. So, yeah. Um, I would just say, man, like if you come close to a snake, like just move slow, back away slowly, just go around it, and just. Go around it. Yeah. Leave it alone, bro. I they mean, want to avoid you just like you want to avoid yeah. them. No, that's true. Yeah, they're not gonna they're not going to bite you or strike unless they feel threatened. Unless it's like a cottonmouth and they're like super aggressive. So Yeah. Or it's dog days. Yeah. Cause it, it just cracks me up too, because all over the internet I'm seeing watch out for copperheads, watch out for copperheads. Dude, especially around here, because like we're well, my, I mean, my you mom watch and dad where you live, sit too. It's, dude, it like they used to call it like Copperhead Ridge or something because they're, dude, there's just so many. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of them, dude. I've had a dog get I'm not a fan either, but. My mom walks in the evenings and, dude, she'll see a couple every year. Every year. Never fails. But here's the thing. If you do get bit by, excuse me, a venomous snake. Try not to freak out. Do not freak out. Yeah. Because if you start freaking out, your blood starts pumping. You're circulating that venom, that venom through your body faster. I know a lot another, of people. Another probably good thing to do is is stay calm. Stay calm. Uh, have something that you could tie a makeshift tourniquet with. Yeah, and try to you know because if you get bit on an extremity like a a foot or a hand or something like that, a leg, you can you can tie a tourniquet and keep that venom from trying to spread go spreading up. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I don't know. You might want to look into that. If you're close to some cell phone service, if you're not in cell phone service when you get bit, try to get get, to it as fast as possible. Try to get to it and give somebody a ring to come get you. Yeah, I saw a photo uh, three or four days in ourselves talking about this, man. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Just knock on wood, man. Knock on that wood. I've never seen a venomous snake tomorrow morning. I'll sit on one tomorrow morning. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Get on the butt. butt. Boom. That, well, that, well, that would be my worst is, fear is to sit on one during the dark and like your buddy's like, oh yeah, it's definitely a snake, but you never seen it. Yeah, like oh crap, was it a yeah, black but, snake? Yeah, there? well, I mean, you're gonna know if it's venomous because you're gonna see fang marks. But um, no, nah, man, that's a, that's another good point. Is like if you're turkey hunting, it's a pretty good sport to uh, go with a buddy. So yeah, yeah, you know, if you got somebody with you, you can. Definitely, alleviate uh, some of the the stress. Yeah, they can of it. they can help keep you calm and then help you get out of the woods and you know. I don't know. Calm would be in my vocabulary if that happened to me. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> I mean, just seeing it's gonna get my heart rate up. Yeah, 
I mean, I why'd you bring that up, man? Golly. I mean, it's a good topic. It is. It's something I really haven't even thought about, to be honest with you. Well, that's something that could seriously happen. Well, and if you take the Tennessee, um, whatever you call it, the training thing, yeah, the hunter safety course, they have a whole section on dealing with snake bites. Yep. Whole section on it. I don't even remember, to be honest with you. I took mine online. I don't remember that at all. I had to take the, (laughs) like, the NRA thing. I had to do it so I could go hunt in Hawaii, but. Yeah. I had to do it last year, so it's all still kind of fresh. But it's pretty wild. I don't know. I don't like them. But um, so well, like else. I said, just keep be aware of your surroundings. You know. Yeah. Scan the ground. Yeah. You might find some morels. They're delicious. I've never had them. Oh my goodness. Me neither. They I know a lot of guys that wear delicious. like the snake boots too. Like yeah, I was gonna say ups. that. Yep. Snake boots. Or I snake personally gators. don't, but. I got a buddy that's like scared to death of snakes, and that's his turkey hunting boot of choice. Snake boots. Yeah, he's got some lace up Rockies. So, what are they? Just like made with Kevlar or something? Or? <laughs> yeah, and they <laughs> just go up. High. Yeah, they go up knee high. They're actually pretty cool looking. I think. I think they're funny looking, but <laughs> they do look kind of funny to me too. <laughs> look like a look Daniel like the, the 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 man version of stripper boots. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> But you, you can, have you can also heel. buy, like, uh, you know how they make, like, uh, shin gators like or whatever. Yeah. You gators, can buy the ones no, that are. Leg gators, yeah. Leg gators that are snake proof. Yeah. Like, what about my rubber boots? Would those be okay? Or are those not mm, thick enough? No. Um, Maybe, like, a quick strike or something. And they didn't, like, really. Yeah, it's going to help, but it's not a. I uh, personally hate hunting, any kind of hunting. In rubber boots. Me too. Oh yeah, I'm not the biggest Especially fan walking of it, a bunch. I just feel like they're just like I just can't be nimble with them. Clunky. Yeah. <laughs> Get all sweaty. Like I got yeah, I got Danner Vitals that I hunt early season deer and which they're pretty turkey. much like a uh, like a, a tennis hiker, shoe almost hiking boot. They're like so a... light, and I feel like That's... I can freaking get around good. That's what I wear too. Is like a lightweight ankle. Above the ankle hiker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I got a turkey killer buddy that just spray paints old shoes and just tennis shoes. (laughs) Just spray paints And I'm always like, I was always like, dude, I don't understand. But, dude, you can sneak around. You can can be a lot quieter when you got shoes that suit that type of hunting. In my personal opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's wild. Something else that's coming up – Right after turkey season, well, during turkey season is a uh, spring squirrel. Nice. When does that open know. up? <laughs> Chad doesn't care about squirrels. I, it's no, I'm actually May sitting 13th. here thinking like it's a great way to get kids into. Yeah, hunting. that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Getting Jude out to shoot some squirrels, and I got a great place we a, can go. I want to buy him one of those little cricket twenty twos to shoot him. Yeah, or that little that little Mossberg four ten. Ban him. Yeah. Or 10. 22. Kind of get him. That's it what does I make it a little with. more challenging. Yeah, that's what I started with, a little 22. But, dude, I got a place where we can go, and, dude, it's real rocky on this hillside, and you just sit on the rock, and they'll just, after Pile about in. a few minutes, Swarm, they just start they just start coming back out. <laughs> There's my, hedge apples everywhere. Here's my problem with squirrel hunting is you go deer hunting, and they're loaded. You When you go squirrel hunting, hunt, yeah. I bring, you know, uh, squirrel hunting purpose gun. They're I got nowhere. a place that yeah. totally debunks that. Cause dude, 
that's that's where I got my start hunting, squirrel hunting. My dad would take me and my brother, and we'd just go sit down, and, dude, we'd kill the fire out of them. I've never been in limited out or anything like that. They just go poof, as soon as you show up to that squirrel hunt. And this place got a lot of fox squirrels, too. Really? Big old woolly ones. Nice. That'd be fun. Have you ever had squirrel? Yeah. It's good, man. I've never had it. The rough way on like a fire. Yeah, that's the way I've eaten it too. I've never <laughs> really eaten it cooked. Is it game or is it? It's pretty black. Yeah, it's not I great like if it. you cook it over a fire. Like I don't that. Yeah, <laughs> remember. It's not the. It's not the best. But if you um, if you actually cook it, I've never had it, it legit. Stuff, prepared yeah. it. Because I mean, but that's it. any meat. We found that out. We yeah. a couple weeks ago. <laughs> we, need to, yeah. we need to put that on our list to try. Yeah, dude, it's really good. It, and then I did that uh, tail method. Uh, that uh, yeah, where you pull the whole yeah, you pull off. the holes yeah, the pull pull the whole hide off, and then uh, you just cut it into four little sections. Yeah, and it's the best way to do it. How how many uh can you shoot a day? I don't even know. What ten. It, yeah. Is that the limit? Ten, yeah, ten, ten a, a day. day. So I mean, that's, that's a, a mass good of squirrels, bro. Yeah. Forty like, squirrels between us four. Get a little feast. Yeah. A lot I mean, you're work. talking. I'm gonna chicken actually, wing I, size. I think I'm gonna do that. I would like to get Jude out and. I promise you, oh, he, he will love, love it. it. Yeah. Because it takes some, you know, like, you we would, sit on, that, I, we would yeah. sit on that rock, and Dad would point <laughs> one out to us. And of course, if you couldn't shoot it from where we were sitting, he'd be, you know, the other, my brother and him would sit there, and he'd send whoever's turn it was to shoot. You know, it's like you would just off, yeah. go back and forth, and it was like a challenge, man. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It get you time. engaged. Michael and I went with Terry last year uh, during during deer season, and uh, we didn't kill anything, did we? Y'all don't ever yeah. kill anything. And I, per- I personally think a, 20, <laughs> Terry, a 22 like, is, is the best because it does add a little bit of uh, difficulty level. I, I, yeah. I've hunted them with a 17 HMR. Oh, Dude, gosh. that thing blows them to pieces. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro. <laughs> and if you got I mean, the way air rifles are – as oh, far yeah, as they air come, rifle. I got a gamo and I wouldn't be scared. I, I mean, you know, oh, I've, I got, ki- I've killed a squirrel with it. I got a gamo pellet gun as well. But 22 gets, I think that's the best weapon of choice. That's for, the funnest one, too, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Get them used to the awesome. sound and yep. all that good stuff. Yep. And iron sights. We never had scopes. We just, yep. which I got a little Marlin 22, dude. It's dead, dead on. If you point it, it's whatever's in front of it's dying. Yeah. That's cool. It's awesome. There's this one I shot last year. It was a rimfire. I can't remember who made it, but dude, it was like all twenty twos are rimfire, bro. Or I mean, um, <laughs> uh, semi-auto or whatever. But they, uh, dude, it was so quiet. It was yeah. extremely quiet. You might have been shooting CBs. I don't know what I was shooting, but probably CBs. I don't. I don't know if they were subsonics because they. Uh, well, they're usually typically the ones that are pretty quiet. I've no, never, I know that, but. I I don't know what gun it was, but we were just shooting it for fun, and dude, like, made absolutely no noise. I can't wait till the suppressors. I was thinking <laughs> is that what we're thinking? Thing. Yeah, twenty two is one of my favorite guns to shoot. I mean, they're just fun. Yeah, oh, dude, plinking and cheap. And, yeah, yeah, cheap. Yep. Now that ammo's come back, I mean, it's for a while. It was like couldn't get it. Oh, yeah. dude, I was. It was selling twenty like, twos on gun yeah. owner, gun owners club there for a while. Yeah, I've got a little twenty two revolver. I'd like to go take. And <sighs> got a couple thousand rounds of twenty twos. I think I got a box of five hundred. So many, 
Huh. You can buy you can the bucket. So many. Freedom bucket. Yeah. yeah. Remington. Yeah. Well, it's got like a thousand rounds in it for like. Yeah, it comes in a little white bucket. With I, got, I got two of those, and then I've got a couple more just boxes. Yeah. I know when my I've oldest daughter gets, of it gets where while, she can so. shoot, that's that's the first thing we're going to start doing. How old is your daughter again? Two? Yeah. She's two and a couple months. It's awesome. I'm going to get that Ruger Mark Four. For that suppressor? Oh, yeah, me too. I might put a little red. I already it. showed you what I'm doing to mine. I'm going to get it modified, it. cut the barrel off, and, yeah. I'm going to leave the 22 it. or? For the 22, Have yeah. you looked at the competition ones that they sell? Yeah. It's got the shorter sick. barrel. Yeah. With, it's already threaded and everything. Those yeah. Mark IVs and stuff, those pistols that you're talking about, Dude, they're, they're so fun to shoot. They're too. accurate. Yeah. Very oh, accurate. Especially with a suppressor on it, because it's like, you don't even hear it. It's yeah. Like, I've never shot so, one with a suppressor. And you can get into squirrel hunt cheap because I mean I give one hundred and twenty five dollars for that twenty two that I got. Oh yeah. yeah, dude, you can usually find them like. You could probably find one for a hundred bucks. No joke. Yeah. You can at Walmart. I think I think they're hundred dollars yeah. for the youth model. Yeah. And kill all the squirrels you want, dude. You go to yeah. like pawn shops or like I remember the first twenty two I ever got was at a flea market. Yeah. And it was like I think we paid eighty nine dollars for it. I wish I had that gun now because it's worth a lot more. <laughs> my dad sold it dang yep but no i'm excited though i'm gonna try to get out there again i enjoyed uh squirrel hunting i just didn't enjoy not seeing anything have you ever been with a dog no that's fun that's i've never hunted too. with a dog oh it's a lot of fun especially if you go with a dog that knows you've you've duck hunted with a dog oh yeah no that's true yeah, yeah that is true but a squirrel dog unlike a coon dog they'll a good one on a tree Kind of fifty fifty smell insight, you know, because they have to be able to move. Yeah, yeah, because the squirrel's gonna keep jumping trees. But that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, we need to have a cruiser squirrel day. When's rabbit season open up? You know. Yeah, I, I was looking at the regulation Is this it? morning, but it's not until fall. Yeah. So rabbits okay. fall, but they do two squirrel seasons: one I for spring so. and one for fall. Yeah. But. Which is interesting because the uh, spring uh, squirrel is from May 13th to June 5th or June 13th. Yeah. So we got plenty of time. I mean, it's like late August, I think, for fall. Yeah, it, it starts opens. in late August. Yeah. yeah. And then it stays open, I think, until like October. February? Yeah. Oh, f- f- yeah, February. Right? February yeah. 28th or something? I don't think yeah. I've ever hunted fall squirrel. Uh, just done it once. You haven't bow hunting? No. <laughs> as bad as I've wanted to. I've thought about shooting a squirrel. Oh, I've shot a few with, <laughs> with, a, with my bow before. Dude, I smoked a squirrel two years ago with a broadhead, like 20 yards, bro. You always got to keep a field dip in the Yeah, man. In Blunt, the quiver. The judo point. <laughs> I've been rabbit hunting. I have done that with really? my bow. Did you kill one? I killed four. Four? Yeah. You blinked twice shot. when you said that. Were you lying? No. They, uh, <laughs> I, I just probably shouldn't have done it. No. Oh. It was my grandparents' house. They were having a rabbit problem. And uh, they were like, come out here with your bow and get rid of them. I was like, well, hell yeah, I'll do Target that. practice. Yeah. Dinner. Yeah, well, the problem was, too, is I lost like four or five of my arrows <laughs> in the neighborhood, which was not fun. Yeah, because you shoot them into the grass, man, it's oh, so hard to find them. Yeah, kiss them goodbye. And the worst part was that I smacked one squirrel, uh, one rabbit, and uh, that arrow went right up into the air, and I was freaking out. Oh, God. And I was like, hey, Grandma, come out here. Help me find this arrow. And then uh, we, like, went up the road. 
She's like, Wesley, I found it. And I was like, oh, great. And she's like, it's in that guy's tire. I started freaking out. <laughs> she's messing she's with screwing you are. me, dude. <laughs> I, dude, funny. it scared the living heck out of me. But, yeah. But no, it's pretty exciting, dude. Turkey season literally starts tomorrow. Yep, in the morning. Can't believe it's already here. Yeah, so, my daughter's got to play tonight. And yeah. I will not be able to go out and roost birds, so I'm counting on you boys to. I'm going. I can, I can honestly say, in my whole lifetime, I've roosted birds, never by myself, maybe once or twice with friends, and that's it. So explain to me what you're doing when you're roosting a bird. So a bird will. You're just trying to locate. They're just like at a night, chicken. At night, they roost in trees. They have roosting trees, so. Usually the roosting tree is going to be on the end of a point or like mm-hmm. the mouth of a draw or something like that from and what I've experienced. it could vary from day to day. Yeah, and then flat land, like you might have them roosting in the corner of a field or something like that, you know, because they want to pitch down. Basically, they want to pitch down to the top of the ridge or into a field for from what I've experienced. Okay. Mm-hmm. And... um so basically, at night, right when they go to when they go to roost, they'll they get on the limb, they'll bit. they'll gobble a little bit. And okay. What you're doing when you're roosting them, and they'll stay in that tree all night, as long as as long as, as, as rough weather, good. yeah, 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 predator. rough weather, predator, something's not yeah. busting them off the roost. Uh, they'll stay in that roosting tree all night, uh, depending on the factors, but. Um, Right, I mean, right when they get up in the tree, they'll usually gobble, and you can shot gobble them yeah. on the roost. So what you're, what we usually do is just owl hoot, trying right? to get is them. That what you do? Yeah. You're just trying yeah. to locate them. Is all you're trying to do? Yep. Yeah, because they'll gobble from like an owl hoot, a coyote, yeah, anything that's kind of high pitched, loud like that. Yeah. 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 And then they're there all night, so you're like, okay, that bird's roosted right there. I'm gonna go in there before daylight and set up. Just gives you a game plan. A set yeah. up 50, 60 yards from their tree and... And then watch them fly the other way. Watch them fly the other way, usually. <laughs> yeah, that happens <laughs> Or they fly right into your decoys and you miss them at 15 yards. <laughs> that you happened to me last yeah, year. Yeah, I was going to okay, say, yeah. it sounds like Chad speaking from experience. <laughs> yeah. from I shot at that turkey twice and then I went home and shot my gun. It was shooting six inches high, so... Do you feel like decoys make a huge difference? Just depends. It depends. Uh, it depends on the mood of the turkey. Depends on the time of the year. Um, I, I've typically always had really good luck. With I've had decoys. good luck, and I've also had bad luck with decoys. Last year, we uh, we had a gobbler, a lone gobbler, come in, and he saw a Jake decoy, and he scooted the other way. Dang, he's gotten his butt kicked a few times, apparently. But I've uh, I've had more good than bad. Are you using a hen or usually I'll just pack a hen with me? Yeah, just a lone hen bet. is the just a lone hen. Safest. It's like bet. a little feeding okay. hen. Yep, that's the safest bet in my opinion. That just gives them, you know, gives them something to see. If, I mean, because they're coming in looking when they hear. Yeah, you know, yeah. they want to know where you're. Yeah, and where if, that, that if, hen you is. if you don't a have visual, a lot of yeah, if you don't have a lot of concealment, if they come in and they don't see nothing, an old bird. Yeah, he's gone. They'll leave. They get weary. But sure. if they got, like he said, if they got a visual, usually you can coax them in, a, you know, close enough within for a shot. range. Yeah. But like, if they're hinned up, they're not going to leave to come to one hen decoy. So yeah, because they, they already got a Jake out. But then if they don't want to come 
you know, fight the Jake, then you've just scared them off. So it's like, then what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. I've had a lot of bad luck. That's, with that's the joy of turkey hunting, though. Yeah. Like, I've that's what up, makes it fun. I mean, it's kind of yeah. figuring it out. You know? Yeah. I still don't have a clue what I'm doing. And there's sometimes when you don't have time to throw out a decoy. You know, if you're in a. Yeah. That bird I killed last year, we were just talking about it. I didn't throw a decoy out. I went. Like, I know where they roost usually. Like, uh, I've had history on this property, and I know where they like to fly down from the roost. And it was a little windy that day, so I came around this point, came in to the draw, uh, yelped two times, and two gobblers fired off. And then I was like, wow, nice. they're right there. So I crept up maybe 40 yards closer and sat down and yelped again, and here they come. That's the ideal, I shot one, ideal so. plan right there. Yeah. Another, another thing I wanted to – Helps when you know the property, you know. Yeah. Charles yeah. take on is, uh, is calling. Is less more or more or less? Less more. My, less my is more, That's yeah. what my dad Patience. has always taught me. Yeah. What, I, what I've always heard is – But I've been with some of my buddies, and, man, they I feel like they called the whole time so we're li- there. Yeah, but listen, here here's the thing. Like, in, in nature – the gobbler's out strutting, right? And the hens usually go to the gobblers. Correct. But we're trying to, like, reverse it. Reverse it. So, you know, if you keep calling, that gobbler's just gobbling. Because he he's, like, he's like, I'm right here. Come to me, right? But if you shut up, He's gonna be like, well, what happened? Like, did another gobbler curiosity come in? Curiosity kills like, the cat. Yeah, curiosity kills the cat. Patience is, is the, the number key. one killer. Number of one. Period. If, if you don't get any advice out of this podcast, patience. Yeah, just be. When patient. When you think you ought to move, sit there another twenty, thirty. Minutes. Yeah, dude. Because I've made the mistake of calling. He's gobbling on this ridge, and you and go run around go for two hours, and then we're both, and then we just flips, <laughs> flipped, flipped. You walk back to yeah. the truck and. Right there where you sitting all morning, there he is right there waiting on you. That's right, yep. They're amazing birds. You've lost the race at that point almost. Dude, they can pinpoint you from like 150 yards away, 200 yards, whatever, dude. Yeah. Forever away. You you yelp four or five times, sit there for an hour. Next thing you know, here's a gobbler in your lap. And I'll tell you another thing, a very useful call is a gobbler. I've got them to gobble using, you know, like H&S Strut makes a little gobble yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I've I've seen my dad get a lot of them fired up when when we couldn't get them fired up. Yeah. Because sometimes you can get that, you know, they want to beat something up. So <laughs> Get a little feisty. Yeah. yeah. Or if you just like, you know, if you're going to roost one and you can't get them to gobble, sometimes if you gobble, they'll gobble. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Do you feel like uh, them changing the season this year is going to make a big difference? <sighs> I don't, I don't know. care, really. It's yet to be seen. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, we, I think we, it's you saw be the, the weather's a little bit warmer, and it's a lot more green at this time than it was two weeks ago. Yeah. But, I mean. I'll be honest. Every, every turkey I've killed in the past three years has been, like, the second week of the season. Yeah, and usually I feel like the first two weeks they're hinned up so bad that yeah. I have a hard time. Well, you're still time. getting cold snaps and stuff, so they're that, still yeah, that too. Yeah, and they're not they're not gobbling as much now. It's warmer. I feel like they're in the right mood right now. Yeah. To 
Hopefully oh, dude, spe- I mean, they're still kind of hinned up. Yeah. We've but, seen that. But when those hens start going to lay, start going to lay, man, like it's time. Mid morning. That's the best afternoon time. is like, boom, that is the time to go. That's the thing. Sometimes I won't even go out till nine, till nine, nine thirty. Then I'll, and then I'll kill one at 11 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, in 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I've had the really close call. It don't always happen o'clock. like that, but I have had an outing or two like that. That one last year, dude, I was in. I I, I was 10 minutes out of the truck, killed that cobbler. Last oh, my year, gosh. Last year, that one <laughs> yeah. I killed. It was right after a trade show, too, wasn't it? Yeah. We, like, yeah, we got dr- back. I had not I had only slept, what? We drove all night. Yeah. And then yeah. we got back. You dropped me off, and then the... Next day, you I had woke kill. up and I killed it. Yep, ten minutes out of the truck. Last you, year, the one yeah. that I killed, I went with a buddy and we chased him around all morning. He had to be back by like nine, nine thirty. I can't remember. I dropped him off at his truck. I thought I'm gonna run over here to this spot real quick. I did went, you send him a picture. <laughs> parked, yeah, I did. And I walked out to the edge of this point where they always are. I let out a yelp or two, just kind of soft, subtle. Hammered right out there. I sat down. 15 minutes, head come popping up through there, roasted him. <laughs> Rolled him. Yeah. Sent your body like a I picture said. and said, uh, you went home too early, buddy. <laughs> yeah. It was literally like 45 minutes later. Yeah. It's hilarious. Daggone. It happens like that sometimes. Sometimes you get blessed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That mid-morning is, is good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, long. you know, first right off the roost, that turkey behind you, Hunter, I killed him. 30 minutes after daylight. Yeah. I've killed a few like that, too. I mean, sometimes they read the script perfect. That, I mean, that's just the joy of turkey hunting. Yeah. But how often compared to them not reading the script perfect? <laughs> it's situational, <laughs> really. Yeah. Uh, it's the lay of the land. Yeah, I've, it's I, I've, nah, it's yeah, a lot of stuff. It's Turkey hunting's just Everybody's such, got their own method, and it, every method can work. It's such a hit or miss thing, dude. I mean. It really is? It it can be, yeah. I have to be really conscious of the patient thing because I like moving around. Oh, I do too, yeah. And it's cost pre- it's it's cost <coughs> me probably more. I pr- could have probably killed more birds. Had but I just you're doing what you enjoy. I mean, it. it oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I've walked into a property, and I know there's turkeys on it because I've got a bunch of trail cam pictures of them. But I've walked into a property and just walking around real slow. And then I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the woods maybe 60, 70 yards because I know that they potentially could be in the field. And uh, I'm just glassing my way in on the edge of the field, and I see a hen. The next thing I know, I am keep glassing, and there's a tom strutting. They don't make a noise at all. So I'm, like, figuring out how to try to get over there. And uh, I did have a reaping fan, and I uh, – plopped it up but that scared him away so Dang. i've had that happen several yeah, times several and i've times, and yeah. i've been walking around before too this may have happened to y'all uh and not calling or anything just walking around maybe trying to listen or something and a bird hear you walking and they think it's a hen or something and fire off mm-hmm. and you're yep. like oh gosh yeah it does freak you out because yep. i mean It'll get sometimes, the blood pumping fast. Sometimes they sound a lot closer than what they are, depending on the lay of the land and the way echoing and stuff. Dude, yeah. last year I had one gobble like five yards behind me, and it like 
like could hear it the shock wave like tickled the hair back. on the back of my neck was like <laughs> flapping in the wind because of that shock wave of that gobble dude it was nuts it felt like he was yeah and that right sucks in my because he's like coming from your back yeah but the thing is on that hunt i'm talking about we had a tom come in see the jake decoy freak out come around beside us and he's off over the hill and he's just gobbling 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 and then we're like why is he not coming up here and then we hear another gobble from the direction he came then we hear two gobble from that direction and there were three times and they chased him off (laughs) and then they came around behind us yeah i think that's that's another thing too i I've, i've give up on some chases too early before oh yeah you know, like not, you know, whatever reason, you know, and you stand up and you scare them off. Yep. You're like, dang, if I'd have sat here He's five right more there. minutes, I'd have killed yep. him. Yep. I was in a blind. Or, or you're like, you call, he gobbles way over there, and then you start walking toward him, but then you just meet him right in the middle. Or like you said, they come in, you see them, for whatever reason, they might, you know, flank off one way or the other, and you think they're – you know, gone, and you stand up, and like you said, they was just maybe going to circle around or something. If you just sat there, they might have come back in. Yep. Dang. Patience, buddy. See, that's the thing that sucks is I have none of that. You'll acquire some. You're going to have to find some. I'm patient with my wife, but that's about it. That is about it. And even then, it's got a threshold. (laughs) But, But, dude, when they come in, oh, my – Dude, my heart's sitting like right here. Oh yeah, bro. I get so it's like a giant buck walking under you. For real. Yeah, dude. It's you just like white s- noise to me, and all I can hear is my heart. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you gotta you gotta chill. Pray to take some sure shot, bro. See if that helps. Especially if like you're yeah, anticipating them come in a little yeah. slower than what they are, and then they just appear and like you ain't got your gun up or nothing. Yeah, they catch you off guard, and then you're like, I can't move to shoot this turkey, but he's in shot range. Sometimes I'll just buck. Yeah, you just, <laughs> you know, just got to do quick it. Quick draw. And you can kill him like that. See, because that's the thing I've been questioning, well, too. because is... you catch them off guard, like they're expecting to see another turkey, and then you catch them off guard, and it's like they like freeze up. They freeze up for a moment before they take okay, off. Okay, so, okay. So it, it isn't just the moment they see you, they're gone. It's a split. I mean, you got. I mean, you got. You got to be quick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got. You got minimal time. They're gonna poke their head up when you p- pick your head up. You better shoot. Yeah. Or they're gone. Yeah, they're gonna fly off. Yeah, fly. That's usually what they do. And fly. yeah, when so they, they don't poke, run off, you they pull. fly off. Yeah. Yep. Daggum. Poke and pull, baby. Poke and pull. It's getting me fired up, bro. I mean, I still haven't never killed even killed one. Never killed a turkey. Man. Have I'm you ever you. even had one come into like no, the, calling the, or decoys or the, anything? The two hunts I did last year. It's so gratifying. Didn't see a dang thing. This episode is sponsored by Conservation Outreach. For the next 15 days, their store is open. Go grab a hoodie or a hat because all of the proceeds are going to the Molenberg County High School. These kids are striving to be a part of the outdoor industry. So like I said, go grab some merch because it is going to a great cause. Make sure you guys hit the link in the description below and get you guys some merch. It's for the kids, guys. I, I've you, heard them gobble. Big I've bit, heard them gobble, but that's know. it. I, I promise you. At knock on wood, hopefully we just 
get out there and get after him, but I don't want to jinx us and we not see anything. Well, the good thing about tomorrow is it's the first day. Yeah. 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 They get a little harder to kill the longer the season goes on, especially if they've been hunted, but. Okay. Season's a month, right? 30 uh, days? Or? No, it'd be like 40, 45 days. 43 days or something. That's a good amount of time, though. Yeah. We get two birds, so should be able to But get if they're done. not pressured, I almost feel like it gets a little better. It when does the hens, later, yeah. The, when the hens start go to setting like we were talking about, they'll gobble a lot more usually, yes. in my experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Also. But if they're pressured, they're hard to hunt. Golly, they're hard. Listen, they're dude. They're weird. I, I'm a firm believer that if you get one to gobble in the afternoon, it's a dead turkey. For, For sure. Yep. The odds are definitely greater. That is a dead turkey because he don't have any hens. He hears a hen and he's fired oh, he's up. Desperate. And he is looking. <laughs> he is desperate. Looking for love. He's down yeah, bad. Yeah, because if he's got some groupies in the afternoon, more than likely he ain't going to talk much or at all. Not at all. Because I've had him come in dead silent. Just yeah. kind of, you know, playing on my phone, doing this and doing that, and then you hear, Pop! yeah, and you're like, <laughs> that is the sound you do not want to hear. <laughs> yeah, they do that. You're caught. It's basically yeah, game done. over. He's done. I hate that. He's, Gosh, he's, I hate that sound. He's getting out of there. Okay. Well, they're getting out of there. Yeah, like, dude, we. I was telling y'all this story. <clears throat> my old boss had never, still never killed a turkey. We we rolled up on some. On some property I have, dude, this dude hammered. We sat down. He was above us. That was the only thing that was kind of screwing us. But he come right down within like 30 yards of us. But he couldn't get a shot. But that dude, they know their surroundings so good. I don't know if he's seen the gleam of of one of our barrels or if he just knew something was up. He putted about twice and took off flying. Yeah. And we were like, I was like, dude, did you move? He was like, no, I never moved. And I was, dude. They can see you, man. The best thing to do is get into the shade of a big tree. That's the thing. We had to sit down because he was literally right on top of us. And he was in the shadow and I was like. Sticking out like half sore Half my thumb. back was the sun. I could feel the sun beaming down on me. Yep. That's what got you busted right there. Do y'all paint your face or you just wear the mask? I paint I up. wear a mask. I paint from like my lip line up. Because you wear your mask down. Yeah. I'm tempted to try the paint because I'm always messing with the – I don't like it on my nose. Well, I just mask. wear a gator. Yeah, like, cover your neck. Yeah, but there is sometimes when I'll paint my whole face and just wear my gator where it covers up my neck. and I'll even paint down my neck a little bit. Yeah, I may try that. I like painting. That way, I ain't got to worry about because it. Because if you run into a situation where you can't move, you, you know, or I'll just burn the cork like during duck season. Do that a little bit. Yeah, that'll I was take. about to say. I just don't like the paint, man. The greasy yeah. paint because it I makes like your face paint. itch, and then you can't like the cork's not. It it's all over your hands. It's all over everything. I like. I I don't wear gloves. I always paint the top. I always oh, put I'll a couple wear, black streaks on my hand. I like the gloves. It gets me in the mode when I'm like. Going to, going to war. Going to war, baby. It does feel And like I never that. did that. I started doing that about the last two years. My uncle got me to do it because he was painting up. I'm like, dude, he looks like a freaking Billy. <laughs> Look at that. And I've killed all the birds I've killed in the last two years. I've I've been painted up. Yeah. Might have to try We're going to paint Chad up. This. <laughs> do some cool designs. 
I don't like paint hey, my whole face black or nothing. Alex introduced me to some latex paint during duck season. That stuff's money. Use some of that. Yeah. If I'm painting, that's what I'm using. I mean, I've seen my uncle like get down in a mud puddle and like mud up a little bit because he forgot his <laughs> oh, gosh. face yeah. paint. I mean, if it'll it'll if it'll cover you up. I mean, that's probably what the Indians did. I guarantee it. I was talking to a guy at a, a little show I did when I first started Cruiser, and he had these glasses. Yeah, I was like about to real mention Real big, those. and they had like just a small slit. Yeah, they got a small slit, and it looks like a T. I know which ones you're talking about. When we were at NWTF. He swore by them. Yeah. So what? I saw some people at NWTF. Is just concealment or what? Yeah. I put them on. He was saying that he thinks that turkeys bust you because your eyes. I've never heard that, but makes sense. I feel like the paint would probably help. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Also, with like a lot of game, like even even deer. If you look at all predators on the planet, their eyes are forward. All prey, their eyes are on the side of their head. So our eyes are forward. So they associate that they with associate danger. They associate that with danger. I've had yeah. that happen with deer. They you know, better. Like when you look right they at better. them, they blow. But if you're just ignoring them, it's like hmm. they're yeah. okay yep. with it. So that I, I try to ne- I always like <laughs> squint. Close your eyes right. like this. Put <laughs> yeah. your safety goggles on. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. looking. Or you look the other you. way. No, yeah. I'm telling you though. I mean, if you if you think about it, makes sense. All prey, or all all their uh, all omnivores, stuff like that. Their eyes are on the side of their head. All predators, their eyes are forward facing. So yeah, I've never even thought about it that way. Yeah, pretty interesting, huh? I did put those glasses on at NWTF. Yeah, and I thought that they were going to like hinder your vision, but they don't at all. No. And Michael yeah. was standing in front of me, and I asked him, I was like, dude, can you see my eyes? He's like, no, not at all. Yeah. Wow. See, they're, just, they're very interesting. Not to say they ain't cool, but I would probably just never. They look a little goofy to me. I mean, it's not but, about, I mean, uh, but they're, who cares they're serving about a that? purpose. They're, yeah. they're for a function, not to look cool. Yeah. They take your yeah. peripheral, though, probably away. No. Really? No. That was the wildest no, part. The slit goes all the way like. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just right. And here it's in your and eye. there's a T in it, so the slit goes down as so well. You so you can look up and down as well. Oh, okay, okay. And where your eye actually, like the pupil of your eye, sits is like in between where the bottom of the T starts. Okay. So you're able to look up and down and on the sides. So That's it's a cross, cool. not a T. Well, it's, it is a T. It makes. I'll show you a photo. Yeah. Two perpendicular lines. They're pretty cool. Let me pull this up. I've never seen them, heard of them. You know those like party shades, like that have. <laughs> oh God, that's, all that's the first thing I was thinking about. <laughs> this might work if you have them in camo. <laughs> I'm just not. The only glasses I wear is sunglasses. Do you wear sunglasses hunting? No. He wears them at night. You know why? Sun never sets on a bat. <laughs> yeah, they're called stealth shades. Let me see this. Stealth shade. That's what they look like right there. See, they look like sunglasses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of something different. That's yeah. interesting. Just smack your like. Uh, yeah, that's what they look like. They're pretty cool. I'm interested to see, and I think they're like twenty bucks too. Like they're not expensive. What are they made? I mean, it'd be out cool of? to try it out. It's like a plastic. Plastic. They're just plastic. Yeah. 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 But they they work well. You can see how. It doesn't block your peripherals, though. It goes yeah. all the way around your eye. I didn't realize the slit went all the way 
yeah. across. But I was shocked when I put them on. Like, it did not block my vision at all. Wow. It Like, just a slight little black, like, piece on the corner Shadow, of my eye. Yeah. yeah, but that was it. Hmm. That was it. I'm telling you, there's something to that eye thing. I think there is. I think you're right about it. I've never even thought about it that way either. Yeah, dude. Instinct. I mean, it's just instinct for prey and predator. But. Yeah. When you're taking it to a base level at that point. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. I can't wait. <laughs> I know we're all sitting there like. I can't wait to go home and get my. How many more hours? My totes at home. and I know. I got to dig some stuff out. I, I do too. I need to out. spray my clothes down. And do again. that. Sure. Definitely Everybody do that because otherwise you're covered. In I mean, tips. you don't want to look, dude. It's not worth it to get like alpha gal or something. Oh yeah, yeah. get Lyme disease or something. I Lyme have disease, alpha gal, alpha gal, and I still eat red meat. Do you? I I What's tested positive you? for it, but I've got like a low. Does it do something to you or what? Yeah, alpha gal makes you. I know it makes day. you allergic to red meat, but I'm saying, does it do anything to you? Other than the meat, no. Yeah. That I know of. No, well, what so does it do to me to personally? Yeah, yeah, to no, you personally? No, I've got a low, like I tested positive for it, but it, I, I eat meat. What is it supposed to do? Does it, it just you allergic to red meat. It It'll, makes you like sick as a dog if you eat red meat. So I was having okay. issues. You eat some of the reddest meat I've ever seen in my life two weeks, <laughs> two weeks ago. Weeks so ago. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was having issues, but it ended up being from eggs out of nowhere. When I eat eggs, I just... Huh. I shut down and my Get body is... Does it like give you bowel issues or what? The is meat, it supposed the meat to? doesn't, but the eggs do. But eggs are not related to alpha-gal. Dude, though, I wonder if I not, have that. They've not proven it at least yet. Because I've had an issue for like the past year about eating eating red meat, and I just don't care. It's, usually people can't pinpoint it because it's like delayed. You might eat meat tonight, but you don't get affected till tomorrow. Like, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like so an eight, eight associate hour... To Go get yeah. tested. I need to. Did you have some ticks on you last year? No, but I, I, I had to go to the hospital back in high school because of a tick bite. I got Rocky Mountain spotted fever. I don't know if y'all looked that's, at that. Yeah, that's like yeah, death. That's pretty. I was the worst I've ever felt yeah, for I, a week. I got sent to Vanderbilt because of it. I should have. I was in the hospital for a week. I was Mine was during COVID, so everybody thought I had COVID. Yeah. My fever was like 104 or 5. Ugh. Head felt like it was about to pop off. I had, I had to get a for a week. They that, thought I had spiral meningitis, and it turned out to just be a tick bite. I had to get mm. a spinal tap and everything, dude. Ooh. Yeah, man, ticks are nasty. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, you got to check every time. That guy, that guy's property that I hunt on, the one we might go to in the morning. He's got he got a tick bite and got Lyme disease from it. It's pretty. It affects him pretty bad, dude. Yeah, they'll get you. But and you got that for life too, don't you? It can get better. Yeah, usually it does get better. I mean, after you start taking medicine and stuff for it, but it's still... it's And it just affects your immune system, correct? Is that what it does, I think Lyme it, disease? I think it affects, like, your joints. And yeah, joints. I've heard your, that. Your immune system and your muscles. and Which makes you weak. Yeah. Basically feel weak. Damn. Weak, fatigued. It's rough. Dang, I might have Lyme disease right it's now. It's crazy if those little, <laughs> little bitty things do that much damage. Uh, yeah. That's wild. I cannot wait. Yeah, I can tell you're excited, dude. I'd rather shop it. You're only ringing your hair. Have y'all ever been like bits. hoofing it up a hill or something like that and you're about to die and you're like, why oh, am I doing this? 
And then no. the sun rises and you're like, that's why I did it. <laughs> yeah. I've never asked myself that question. I'm just like, keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, dude, I, I've been up some brutal hills where I'm like. Oh, uh, where are we, Hannah? Yeah. Dude, I think, some... I'm, I think I'm ready. I've been running a bunch past three weeks, bro. Oh, yeah. You, you, you should be good, it. dude. Yeah. I'm going to die. <laughs> I ain't been doing nothing. Yeah. I've literally, I've, I've been getting on the treadmill walking at a solid pace for an hour straight at a the full degree. Machine, son. I've been doing oh, that God. too. And then I've been going to Cane Creek and, and run into them turkey memory muscles doing between kick like in, bro. three to six miles a day. That's right. That adrenaline start pumping. Yeah. I'll forget all about my muscles. Yeah. And my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need those. Yeah. That's funny. Dude, uh one other thing I wanted to talk about too is uh talk about outdoors finished there. Uh, Mr. Foxfest giveaway. Yeah, man. Pretty exciting how much money they raised. How yeah, much was did, it? $16,000. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah for 16. the, what? what's it called? KT, KT team. KT team, which yeah. they do uh, hunts, hunts for, for, for children who have like disabilities, term, disabilities yeah. terminally ill diseases, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool so to see all how much that, money they raise. All that money goes to Every providing dollar. for those hunts. Yeah, it's really cool what they're it's doing amazing. over there. We need to do something yeah. like that. I'd be down to take some. Well, Hunter, you and I were a part of a pretty cool thing this past yes, week. Yes, Yeah, you guys want to talk about that? Yeah, I'll yeah, let man. Chad. Yeah, so my buddy Scott Cronin, um, he is an ag teacher in Muhlenberg County. I uh, don't know the name of the, ha- the high school. But it might be Muhlenberg. Mullenberg High County High School. I don't know. Yeah, he's uh, ag and wildlife. He's guy. the ag, he's the ag teacher there, and um, he man, he's got a huge heart for kids and uh, the outdoors. The outdoors. He's he's a heck of a turkey hunter, heck of a deer hunter. Just a great person, and a and just a great uh, just a great leader, man. Um, and he he's a uh, heck of a networker as well he's uh that event he put on i don't know if it had an official name uh conservation outreach is what conservation observation i think is what the shirt said no conservation outreach is what it said that's a pretty good one might need to pitch that to him (laughs) (laughs) um but basically what he did was he gathered a bunch of us together like uh me and hunter went uh SCI. SCI. Kentucky was there. NWTF, local chapter from Kentucky, was there. State Kentucky Police Department. Uh, yep. Game Wardens. Um, who else? Hunters Hunter. for the Hungry. Hunters for Kentucky. the Hungry was there. Um, Wildlife Properties, Mossy Oak Properties. Yep. Um, who else? Uh, Deer 30 Minerals. What's his name? Jeremy Tate was there um nra nra was there so we all just got together basically what they did is all these high schoolers uh i want to say from anywhere from like 15 to there was juniors and seniors i think is what they were Um, yeah but this was offered to like thousands of kids and the ones who could their parents what was there 30 kids or something that showed up but basically uh scott put this this thing together um to to pretty much teach these kids firearm awareness oh for real so what it was 
was, yeah, firearm awareness, and then they got a chance for, I didn't know I was going to have to do public speaking. <laughs> he but did I had, good. I had to get up and talk he in front of all these people. I mean, it was probably like 65, twice. 70 people twice. And, um, golly, I was nervous as Oh, I bet. <laughs> dog trying to poop a peach pit, boy. But it was. He uh, was. Yeah, I was, it he was, did good, though. He did I, a good I, job. You know, I'm not. Uh, I don't like to put myself out there in front of people. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I just never either. have, never, never been a public speaker. Um, but anyway, I had to do it, and I did it, and I was very scared. But <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was really cool, man. Like we all got up there, we talked to these kids at lunch, uh, introduced ourselves at the beginning. We all, all the kids shot all kinds of different guns, and WTF had a turkey shoot. For them. Trap shoot. Yeah, they were trap shooting, uh, shooting ARs, shooting 22s, shooting BB guns. Pistols. Oh, cool. So they were shooting all sorts of Yeah, sorts yeah, of shooting stuff. pistols. Like this oh, was cool. So Scott's main um, thing that he wanted to do here was like just how to handle get these a kids comfortable handling a firearm. Yeah. Right. And no, let them know how to do and it. Let them know that this is, this is, the firearm is not the danger here. Yeah, you know, it's the user. It's the person who doesn't know how to use it. Yeah, or or you know, like just teaching them about our Second Amendment rights, right? Yeah. So, um, they got to do a lot of shooting. We all went and ate lunch at uh this place called Processor. Butcher Block. It was a uh, a butchering facility, processing facility. And then while we were there, we all got up and kind of talked to these kids about um. Networking. Careers, networking. Yeah. Like, it's very important, the outdoor industry to network. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, man, it was super awesome. Like, we got to talk to kids and, like, show them saddles. And then I got to pretty much tell my story on how, Cruiser you started. know, Cruiser started. And yeah. it's like... I was a lot. I was one of the last ones to go up because I just didn't want to. <laughs> um, but basically, I mean, it, it gave me a lot to like pinpoint because all these other people were talking about networking and like, uh, you know, seizing opportunity, seizing opportunity, going for it, basically like, yeah. putting yourself out there. Like yeah. basically, like there's a lot of opportunities out there that people don't really know about in the outdoor space. Like there yeah. was one dude who was a, 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 a banker. Yeah. He was like a ag banker. He was like he was the only one within like only one in that part of Kentucky, and there wasn't any in Tennessee. Just to buy yeah. ag land, he goes out and yeah to get a loan. Oh, cool! Uh, ag loan officer, yeah. or whatever you want to call him, but yeah. basically just saying you know, figure like, out what goes, makes you passionate. Yeah, and he goes out to these farmer like he deals with farmers all the time. And he might and have he to help him do. He hey, said, he said I love it, and he said he'll go out and visit a farmer and like. He knows how to drive a tractor. He has his CDLs. He's like, I, I just go out there and I the help him. Yeah. Help him out. He's made a career out of it. Yeah. I mean, he's forming relationships. So yeah. one thing you can do with those formed relationships is hunt on their property, probably. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So there's their perks, yeah, too. Yeah, man. Exactly. So like there's uh it was it was really cool to see that. Scott oh, just kind of cool. put it like he was like, you know, in today's world, you know a lot of kids are being raised by their grandparents or whatever. They have mm -hmm. a family member pass away and, you know, 
when uh, their house is going through probate or something like that, you know, these kids might might open a drawer and there's be laying a pistol there. You know, they yeah, need to know how to handle it, handle yeah. it yeah. safely, right? So, you know, that's and interesting another thing. Too. You know, he was saying, you know, we got a lot of kids that you know live on a farm, and there's going to be times when you had to put animals down, and you know, you need to know how to do these things. Yeah. yeah have some sort of a connection there to where you're not just totally helpless right in yeah. that situation do yeah, the no. humane thing yeah sometimes that's not the fun thing so yeah yeah um, no it was super cool man because we you know we we're talking about just how special it was for those kids to be out there like there was a youtuber there too I yeah forgot about uh, him. josh what something he was with before the echo before beyond the echo, the echo. okay Something and they were talking, and he was talking about Scott was talking about, you know, he was talking a lot about careers too, and how, you know, back in the day, he's trying to set these kids up for the future. Like they don't teach you this stuff in high school, man. Yeah, you know, these are all really good things. Yeah, and he's trying to be a practical teacher of. This real is what, life yeah. situations that come after high school. Yeah, like and trying all, to make and money. All, and all these kids love the outdoors, so he's trying to show them that hey, you, you can, can make do a living this, doing this, yeah. this passion that you have for the outdoors. There is careers in it, a space that you can make money, make yeah. a, make a life out of your passion. So. Yeah. No, that is really cool. Yeah, it was. It was, and it's easier today to do that than it was. Yeah, thirty, forty years ago. Yeah, that's why he had a YouTuber there. He had us there. He had old heads there. Yeah, 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 banker there. All sorts of stuff. So it's like, yeah, it was really inspiring, man. Very inspiring. Something I want to do. Like we need to do around here. Like I told told Scott, I was like, come down here, man, and let's. Dude, kids in this area would eat that up. They would eat that up. Yeah, I wish man. my high school anything did that. to keep them off the daggum uh, video games, bro. Yeah, or off TikTok or yeah, yeah. Get yeah. a phone out of your hand, dude. There's a whole get rid world. of a phone, yeah. get a gun. There's get a dirty. whole world get around you that's and alive, up dude. And yeah, I, I kept telling those guys I was there with. It's like, dude, my mom and dad kicked me out of the house when I was like seven, eight years old, and they were like, "Go play in the creek." Yeah, you know. Of course, that was a different time. That was early '90s, but like, yeah. there were no cell phones, and you know any of that crap. But like, dude, I lived outside. Yeah, you know what I mean. I did not. Exactly. Yeah, and there's still a lot of and kids like that, but less <laughs> less now than there was then. Yeah. You know, iPads. no, I mean it's it's uh. Like I was telling Hunter and a couple other guys there, dude, I used to like, maybe I said this on the podcast, but I used to catch spring lizards and crawfish and stuff and sell them for bait. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I live close to the lake. Shoot, me and my brother, we've, we've killed enough Tweety birds to to fill two or three truck beds up with. How dare you? Yeah, man. <laughs> the statute, statute of limitations is beyond you, so... <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You're not going to jail for that. That's I think fun. it's illegal to kill songbirds in Tennessee, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't say ta- songbirds, say twitty birds. That could mean anything, right? Yeah. Dove. That means if it flies, it dies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got you. But, like yeah, I, I mean, it, me and Chad probably grew up pretty similar. I mean, we just – I lived we, outside. Well, we grew up in the country, bro. Yeah. That's what you did. So – 
We were, I was too poor to have video games and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I did not grow up the same way. And that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed my my living when I was a child. I, I still that, went outside the, and played, The most but. important thing is you found the outdoors now. And yeah, of course. Yeah, bro. I mean, I suck at hunting, but. It's okay. Gotta I'm start getting somewhere. There too. I'm getting there. <laughs> I do too. No, that's exciting, man. Well, cool, guys. They, um, were you want to talk about that? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, me and uh, Chandler were talking about uh, spoonbills. Well, because we've been talking about doing a lot of bow fishing here lately. Yeah. We actually went and, and got my When did you say season night. opens up? Uh, April 24th. April 24th. And it ain't like spoon what? Bills? Two like, weeks long? I think it's May... I can't remember if it goes to the end of May or if it's uh, like May 15th. You, you can bow fish those, right? Yes. During those. During, during that, that time. Or with with uh, rod traditional reel. rod and reel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can but, keep uh, two per person. I just wanted to touch on it because I've heard so many people talking about how good they are to eat. Really? And I would love if we can get a hold of one come season. Oh, if they're still – last night we saw a bunch. Did so, you? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I talked okay. to another bow fishing yeah. buddy on the phone last night, and he said that they'd been seeing a lot too. There in 10 days we got dinner. That's what I was saying. We need to try it. We need to try it. Yeah. I, I'm down to try if it, it. If it's good, we all need to limit out, <laughs> put them in the freezer. We can take yeah. two. I put four people Is it on the two boat? for the whole two weeks or a day? I think a it's day. two. Okay. Wait. It, I thought it was two, period. I'd check on that. It's probably two, It's period. probably two, period. Yeah. How yeah. big are these things? Oh, they get big. They can get as big as this table. Are you for real? Yeah. Yeah, the stuff we were But the thing about it is, the real? reason that the season's so little short, you can't kill a bunch big. of them because if my memory serves me correctly, it takes like seven years for them to to be able to, to get uh, mature. sexually mature. Okay. So wow. it's just a so long that would make sense time that for them to be able to breed. Period. That would yeah. make sense if it's, it's just like two stur- sturgeon. If you catch a sturgeon, you, you got to release it yeah. ASAP. Or they'll yeah. put you under the jail. Yeah. It says April 24th through May 31st, two per day. No two size limit. Day. Wow. I'm huh. kind of surprised, but okay. yeah, two per day. But they kind of lurk around on top in the deep. Like they'll be yeah. out in the deep. We were uh, crossing from bank to bank, and then one just came up. I was like, oh my gosh, what was that? And then we ran down the middle, and it was just one after another. Are they? No, they ain't like a guard. Do they have to come up for air or no? Or is that what they're doing when you? I mean, they got well, guards don't come up for air either. Like guard, yeah, I don't. No. Every time you see a gar coming up, they're just chasing bait, popping. Oh. They're just sitting there waiting to be shot. I'm Dude, I snagged a gar one time bass fishing, and she flipped out, spit out eggs all over my boat, dude. <laughs> but I, I, I hooked into her dorsal fin, so I was reeling her in sideways. And, I mean, she was every bit of three foot long. Yeah. And well, I was like, we, I thought, I, I thought it was a 10-pound bass, man. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> And we, I reeled it in. It Everything we saw was big, so. I've shot there. one since I've been Fired up. Fishing. I got to get my power and like, train well, going. We got it to the side Figure of the that boat. out, so. It looked like a dang shark, dude. This thing was huge. Huge. Dang. I'm getting excited, man. Well, April 24th, we'll take, I can take four people out and we can shoot eight. Well, Try to. Yeah, we we should, we'll do it. Yeah. Well, I can get four on my boat, too. That's the whole crew right there. If we can get yours set up in time. We will. 
You, I mean, if yeah, anything, I'll just throw get a troll motor on it or something. Yeah, I'll just get a troll motor for it. Get an old riptide. I wonder how it would. Uh, I'd rather have a hand trolling motor. Yeah, you can get a riptide. Yeah. I wonder how it would differ with trolling motor and the kicker. Oh, you're going to outrun me for sure. Well, I know Especially that, but with, I wonder if you can get up on them with the uh, trolling motor or not. What do you mean? Every time I've ever had like the troll, yeah, I've always been able to get right on them. Because I was moving pretty quick getting up on them. Yeah, you, you shooting spoonies is like you got to be quick. quick. Yeah, yeah, you got to be quick. Okay, probably ain't shooting spoonies out of my boat. Unless yeah, I don't you know. You probably the one I shot uh, off of. We we only had a trolling motor. It's a one hundred and five Riptide, but yeah, it it pulled that little boat around. It I was mean, it's a eighteen sixty as well. It pulled it around just fine. I mean, they okay. were everywhere, so I. But I we used the big motor, and we just or that slowly. Yeah. Poke oh yeah, around. I mean, I could get on a big motor and just poke around, you know, like shoot, literally barely put it terms and forward. It in yeah, that'd be cool, some cool GoPro footage. I've shot a lot of catfish like that too. Yeah, I've got some ideas. I was literally just thinking about some ideas. Mounted on like a pole up top. Yeah, right up top with yeah. the do. If we do a three sixty, bro, we could get some cool angles with that. With the lights and everything, that would look really neat. Yeah. yeah. Put it in that world view with the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. That would be neat. All right. Well, cool guys. Well, uh, hunters, pleasure as always, man. Chandler, thank you for joining us, and Chad, it is also a pleasure as always. Everybody, uh, thank you for this uh, listening to this episode, and. Uh, We'll see you on the next one.